spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Kevin Smith, how you doing, yeah. buddy? Mr. Mike, how are you, sir? I see you. I watch you on Instagram hiking up the Hollywood Hills now. Look at you. What are you clocking in at these days? Uh, right now, I'm 198, man. So, like, I started right after the heart attack was uh, 256. So that puts me at uh, 58, 58 down. Good, good. For you, congratulations. Yeah, you look, you look really 58 good. pounds down. Said the uh, the WW ambassador himself, the sash wearing WW ambassador. Yeah. Uh, when I started, it was Weight Watchers, but they've since changed their name. Oh, what are they now? Now they just what? WW. They went like uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, like just KFC. They just went by their initials. Don't fool anybody. Don't let anybody know that it's they're losing weight while they're doing it. Just having fun. Lord uh, knows that that's true. I mean, I, I did, and I couldn't help it. They have a wonderful program. But, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. We are. I'm sitting here in the chair getting my hair and makeup done because uh, we start shooting the movie on Monday, but today we're doing – camera tests and, and you always want to try to get as much ahead as you can off the schedule right so we figured out a way to shoot something during the camera test so i'm in it so i'm getting my hair and makeup done and, and uh then boom we start shooting i mean it's technically again not the start of production but right. it's like we, it's a pre-shoot day they call it it's a way to just kind of get a little bit ahead but yeah it's, it's exciting man jay and silent bob reboot like literally about to happen listen i i am I've told you this before. I like all your movies, but Jay and Silent Bob, the the Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back made me cry laughing in the in the theater. I love that movie; it's so funny. So, but the but the other thing is now how we handling how we handling skinny uh, Silent Bob. We dressing that? All the fat jokes became vegan jokes instead. So he's <laughs> for, for being a greensman all the time. But you know, I I worried at one point. This is so stupid, but at one point I was like. All right, man. Like we're going back to Silent Bob country, and I just lost this weight, man. Should I like put it back on? My wife was like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. And so uh, I looked at the movies, and like I'm kind of now I'm actually a little bit less uh, the Silent Bob weight of Clerks of, of the first thing we ever did, and this is like the 25th anniversary year of Clerks. So I don't know. There's something nice. I swear, Mike. I'm gonna. I know. I'm going to die the moment this movie's done. This is like, you know, I was laying on a table with a heart attack, and I was like, oh, I wish for a little more life. Maybe sold my soul to Satan in, like, like Robert De Niro, Angel Heart fashion. And so now I get to make this movie where we just locked our cast. It's wonderful. It's like old returning friends, new people that I've always loved and never got to work with and stuff. Um, it, it's just like it, it feels like a weird victory lap, although I never won anything. And stuff. I guess the only thing I won was like, I was supposed to be dead, and now I'm alive. So it's it's been a blast putting it together. And, like, you know, other, during other productions, like earlier in my career, like I used to not like stuff, um, like, for example, the production uh, meeting or, or the tech scout. Tech scout is where all the department heads gather on a big bus. and You go to every location you're going to shoot at, and, you know, they have technical or, discussions about how you're going to accomplish yeah. your dreams, the director or the writer standing right there. And when I was a kid, I'd be like, this is boring let's make the movie and stuff so now you know i haven't made a movie since yoga hosers 
And 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 also I like the heart attack thing, like having almost take me out. Now I'm in this place where everything is awesome. So like I loved the tech scout. Like now I I don't know, maybe I just grew up or or who knows, but you appreciate more. way into all the boring minutia of what goes into making a movie. So I, it's 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 been a a different experience post heart attack. I think if we had made this movie pre heart attack, like I'd, I'd believe me, I'd appreciate it. I wouldn't appreciate it nearly as much. Now I'm just like, oh, every day is a miracle, you know, stuff like that. Who who is in this movie that you get to work with that you haven't before? Because you know, in the height of the success of uh, of Clerks, and then if uh, you know, all chasing Amy, all the movies, people are now like clamoring to come work with you. So who do you get to work with now that you didn't before? A bunch of cool people. Uh, we can't say. I will look. I can say this. I mean, it's well. No, I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed <laughs> to. To Bond Films, they're the makers of the movie, and they said like, do not talk about cast. And I okay. Was like, um, all right, but it's it's good. Like we have this board in the office. Kids in the office did this great job. They put up this board with like uh, you know they put up the headshots of most of the people that are in it. But we treated ours like an advent calendar. Right. There's like every face was filled with like a question mark and then as we officially locked gas we would throw faces up on the board and when i stood back and looked at it i felt like proud i was like oh my lord that's like a lot of famous people if i'd shown like the young kevin smith the guy who wanted to make clerks um you know like that board you get to work with one day yeah i'd be impressed you uh there's no room in there for like a little like a fat neighbor or something i mean i'm surely i'm gonna work you can, you can get over, bro. There's a whole um, no no lie, man. Uh, let me see. Week of March 18th and a week of March 25th. Talking like the first two days of each week, yeah. we're doing these sequences, which were you know I don't want to spoil it, but it would be incredibly easy to get you in. I, listen to me. You're also named the week that my kids have spring break, so don't think that I won't come wherever you are. Where are you? Done and done. When we're done, we're in New Orleans, so we're not that far, man. Oh, like, uh, that's not far at all. I just popped over from. I popped over from here to go see mom last weekend. So, it, it, you know, it was like an hour and change flight or something like I that. I feel like I, totally if, I show worth up, if I show up on the set, you're going to go, Jesus Christ, he came again. He's here. Come on now. Here's the, no, not at all. Here's the thing. I, let me help you make it even more worth it and stuff because you're sitting there going, uh, how do I make this happen and stuff? Or, oh, he's going to be mad if I show up. I would not be mad if you show up. You can make it a work thing and bring – like, do you ever guys ever go out on the road and yes. like set up a little booth? Yeah. Yes, you can absolutely bring that. We're absolutely bring that. I, you know what? I have to tell you, we Kevin Smith was shooting in Sarasota, and we wanted to get him in the studio, but he was busy and all that. Kilroy, and Kilroy, and then he said, "If you want to come out to the set." We'll do it there. I listen. I won't go to a hockey game during the week, and I love hockey because I have to get up so early. But we were out there getting dive bombed by mosquitoes, and it was one of the best experiences ever. And you are so welcoming to us like i actually didn't feel like we we're impeding on your work and how much i mean you're working with mostly a college kid crew and you're so good with them that i you it's hard not to be inspired by you with the way you treat the people oh it was it was fun. we're doing the killer stuff was wonderful we did it with the kids in sarasota at ringling college yeah. and so not only are you you know you're making art right or what your hope is i mean look it's art even if it's crap in somebody's opinion it's it's your self-expression so you're getting to tell your story um, but you're surrounded by all these kids that are starting their journey and they're getting to start telling their story so they're all passion they're all fire and whatnot like you're getting incredible work from people and what they lack in years of expertise 
they more than make up for in pure passion. So, oh, that was so fun. But in terms of coming onto the set, like, I, I like that, especially when it's days like you came to visit. Unfortunately, it was a scene we couldn't even stick into because it was like a pretty small scene in a, in a car. But where you'd be coming into for a Jane Silent Bob reboot, like not only is it so not an inconvenience, you'd probably be like helping us out with one more piece of like set deck and stuff, more bodies for for the sequence I'm talking about. But I like having people around, man. It's you know, it's when I was a kid, I hated directing in front of crowds because I always felt like, oh, this job's so weird and people must look at it like, you know, I know what the cinematographer does. He's working or she's working the camera. And I know what the hair and makeup people do and I can see what the actors do. But like, what's that dude sitting in a chair watching TV? Like the <laughs> directing job is, is tougher to qualify and quantify. So I was always embarrassed about doing it publicly. Now I just turn it into like a Saturday Night Live thing where I just host yeah. everybody and get out there and explain what's going on and give it a second and stuff. So, you know, you just kind of force yourself to be a different way, and it makes it better for, for everybody else. So, yeah, man, like, uh, it, by all means, like, come. I, I throw the station thing in there because then I know it makes it like a work thing. You ain't got to pay for nothing. Oh, no, and then, and then we say, hey, we're live in New Orleans. Yeah. I have to tell you, I love that Jane and Bob movie so much that when you say this, I'm actually getting butterflies. I would totally do this. Um, Kevin Smith, it's, obviously. The new one is, is dope, dude. The new one is so funny. Like, I've had two years and change two years, two weeks since I wrote the first draft. So, you know, in that time, the heart attack happened in that time, other things were going on. And it's been my favorite little passion project, my favorite go-to whenever I got free time, whenever I'm bored, or if I'm ever feeling sad or anything, I would just dive back into the Jane Sonbob reboot script. So unlike like the first Jane Sonbob, which I absolutely adore, and I've watched a whole bunch recently, like that that was kind of like you know maybe draft three and we just jumped into the movie and stuff now i've had like years to kind of sharpen what i could do and 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 learn like since i'm also the editor you know what gets cut and i don't know i just got better at the job so this script is so tight dude and so funny like jay is a star vehicle for muse he gets to shine the whole step of the way and I get to stand next to him and, and look uh, thinner than I've looked in a long time. <laughs> uh, that, I'm really looking forward to that. While we were on the set with you, I told you, <laughs> and I literally was going to bail on this thing. We have a guy who works here at the radio station tonight, Mo, and he's older, and he's like a, he's been in radio in different states and stuff, and he's also a writer and a filmmaker, and he is making his first movie, and he wanted us to be in it, and I was like, I'm not doing your horrible movie. But then I brought it up to mm-hmm. you, and you were so positive about it. it. You did it. It was WDED. It's about a, it's a zombie movie about a radio station, and it just it sounds horrendous. But you were so positive about it, he got excited about it. And I was like, all right, Kevin Smith says to do it. I'm going to do your stupid movie. And I had a ball doing it. They did a, It was really professional. Wasn't it a blast? Like at the end of the day, boil it down to its true essentials. Like you, you know, take money out of the equation, no matter what you got. If you got like ten bucks or ten million, um, take all the uh, you know technical things away. Like we got to show up at a certain time, and, and these cameras have to sit here, and everybody be quiet and stuff like that. It literally is just make it pretend like when you were a kid. Yeah. This is like the funnest thing in the world. And then we grow up, and we don't really get to do that anymore. So when you're doing like TV movies, just throwing some things, even a play, like a theatrical kind of thing. It's just fun in the way that adults don't really have fun as adults. Like, you know, like we become adults and fun becomes like, let's get drunk or let's have sex or drugs. But like the simplicity of like, 
Wait, so wait, I pretend to say this, and you pretend, okay, go. Yeah. This is so much damn fun. I have a 12-year-old son, and I keep trying to convince him that the key is, is you know, I went to this college preparatory high school that wanted us all to be stockbrokers and work in Wall Street and all that, and I keep telling him, I don't, you like video games? Get Be the best video game player, because you can find something that you love and oh, do it for yeah. the rest of your life. You're a perfect example of that. We live in a world where, like, PewDiePie makes how much money exactly. playing games on YouTube? Like, this was something that didn't have exist when I was a kid, when you were a kid. Like, you know, you played games and people were like, you're wasting your life. And now they're, you know, they're competitive sports. People actually sit there and watch people play Fortnite, like, mm-hmm. and have a good time doing it the same way people watch people play basketball or baseball because you're watching people do it at a level that you can't. And so it's entertainment. It's no longer somebody entertaining themselves. You're being entertaining to others. And, and if you can do that, people give you money for that sort of thing. It's yeah. nuts. And yeah. even if you're not that person that's like playing games and people watching, if you love games, like these things get made by human beings. They're not made on Mars by robots. Like there's people just like us who used to sit around liking games. And then one day they were like, hey, man, how do you do that? And now they make games for a living. There's this wonderful school, the Dave school right down there in Florida teaches people how to do this very same thing. Like, you know, we used to tell, they used to tell us, me and Mike, when we were kids, like you, like you said, he went to college prep thing. So they would say things like, you know, you go to college, you, you get a strong job, you know, you, the, the, the pension, stuff like that. Now we tell our kids, or at least I did, and it seems like it, the, most, most parents kind of lean in this direction. You tell your kid, like, figure out what you like to do and then figure out how to get paid to do it, and that's the secret to life. That's the absolute truth. You'll be happy for the rest of your life if you're able to pull that off. This is Kevin Smith. He is joining us on the pre-production set of Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. Uh, Jay and Silent Baba Ganoush is the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Which one? It was the meme. You had it. I think you put it on your Instagram. It was the, oh, the two there people. Was, uh, there was two old dudes who were standing in front of Jay and Silent Baba Ganoush. <laughs> Dude, that was... that, like, that's the, that's the beauty of the internet, man. Was like, at the end of the day, I, you know, I never would have seen that. Like, yeah. anybody is entertaining. Anybody is talented. Everybody, you know, has something funny to say, even if it's just like a single moment in time. So like, I love that. You know, that's not some person who's like, I'm a professional who likes to be fine. He saw a picture. He put it up on his account, man, made like me and a bunch of other people happy. Yeah. I I loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned your mom. I know she was in the hospital. She's doing good. She's, she's doing much, much better now. I went to, you know, she's still moving on a little on the slower side. The operation was absolutely essential and necessary, and the doctors did a great job. But they told her up front, like, the recovery on this is going to be long, and it's going to be hard. And I just don't think anyone was prepared for it. Like, my mom had her shoulder redone once, and she was up and running, like, within six days. Wow. This, like, really took her down for the count, mobilized her. She couldn't do anything. And she for the first time felt like her age of 73. And so, it, you know, it's not only was it a physical toll, but it was an emotional toll, psychological toll. So uh, when I saw her this weekend, she's in such a better place physically and emotionally and stuff. And also like I showed up, my brother lives there in town. So my brother's always around, but I showed up cause I'm in Louisiana right now. So I'm like, Oh, this is going to be cool. I'll pop over and she'll be so happy to see me. Like me, me and my life, that's like my mom's porn. Or crack. She loves like her youngest son. She loves yeah. all her kids, but like, oh my lord, she loves that I made clerks and I'm Kevin Smith. Oh, so a successful son. Yeah. Oh my lord, absolutely. But even, you know, she's like, oh my kids are successful, but you. Yeah. You know, I think <laughs> so, yeah. When I got to the house, 
Uh, not only was my brother there, but my sister, who lives in Austria right now, uh, she was there as well. So mom had all three of her kids together, and that's like you know, you can't if you're a parent and then you got more than one kid, and they're never in the same place at the same time anymore as adults. Like that's 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 oh, it. That's I, I can't imagine having all weekend. I can't imagine when I'm old and and my kids are in different states. I let me tell you the power move I tried to pull. We had spent some time with Kevin on the set. Such a nice guy. And his mom is in the hospital. I'm going to send his mom flowers because I'm going to say, hey, I, I know that you're close with her. And uh, God, I don't know what secret uh, hospital you had your mom in. If they did it like uh, the president where they went in the basement and did all the operation. I couldn't find that woman <laughs> anywhere in the state of Florida in a hospital. And I have good hookups here. We did uh, We did home surgery. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> those guys van. I, I, don't, it was, I got the same thing from Jason and Jordan. You know, Jason who stands next to me in the movies in real life. And, uh, Jordan is what sent uh, my mom a singing Elvis, Elvis telegram, but like he got to the hospital and then he had to call them back to be like, I can't find her, baby. Like they, she was nowhere to be found. They disappointed Elvis. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. It wasn't like we were like, put her under secret, top secret. What had happened was she, she jumped three hospitals, man. She started in one hospital. Um, then she got out and then they took her to this other hospital. And then they helicoptered her to a third hospital. So oh. that was like the first time, yeah, that, that she was like, you know, because my mom's been in and out of hospitals, but she'd never been on like the helicopter version of the trip. So, you know, it was a big deal. This first, I, I was like, hey, I, I want to, you know, I, I care about uh, Kevin and his mom and I'm going to send flowers. But then after a while, I was like, listen, I'm just going to find out what goddamn hospital she's in. I mean, this has become like my, uh, I felt like Jason Bourne trying to <laughs> track her down. Now after a while. <laughs> you got to get to the secret to the bottom. What happened? Uh, uh, who's going to be the next Batman? Um, I don't know. I saw a report the other day that it might be Ar- Ar- Arnie Am, Army, 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 yeah. Army, um, you like that or no? Army, but, but spelled with an I E, not with a Y. Right. I always, I see it in, on the page and then, but yeah, Army Hammer, lovely dude who I've interviewed a few times. Up at Sundance for the IMDb. Um, I hope it's him. Man, does he look like Bruce Wayne. Boy, does he have a Bruce Wayne Batman voice. Like, never mind all this, you know, voice hiding stuff or, or like, like this. He's got, like, this naturally deep voice. Him, that would be a great choice. John Hamm, I think, would be an amazing choice. Um, those are my top two picks. You don't think John Hamm's too old? He's 47 years old. Yeah, it depends which Batman you're doing, man. If you're doing Dark Knight Batman or, like, you know, the old Batman like Ben just was, then absolutely. I loved Ben as Batman, and I didn't think I would. You I, you said, look, Daredevil's a good movie watch, and I was like, all right. I didn't like it. But I, t- but Batman, I thought he did great. He did, and then he just kind of walked away from it. Or that was that. I just said, yeah, let's, this week. I mean, we all seemed to know it months ago, yeah. but I guess it just got confirmed last week by uh, Matt Reeves in an interview. Um about like yeah, we're going to do the noirish Batman, and it'll be somebody different stuff. So when, uh, the torch has been passed. When you're done with this Jay and Silent Bob movie shooting, like what are we looking at from the time that we start till finish till it actually hits a theater? A year, a year and a half, two years? Oh, less than that. I think we're out in the fall. Oh, really? Wow. Right. Yeah, it's a quick turnaround. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rehearsal. Fast. I, it was the. It's weird. Is this is a 25 years well really technically 26 years since we shot clerks but 25 years since the world saw clerks so 25 years since the debut of clerks um when we shot that movie we shot it in 21 days uh this movie cost vastly more than that movie cost and the 
schedule for this movie is 21 days. Oh, uh, okay. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to go full circle. But at least when we started, you know, last time those 21 days, like that was a person who'd never made a movie in his entire life working with people who'd never made movies in their entire lives. Now you're working with like Jedi's. Yeah. So you know that 21 days is way different. A lot of it's uh, on automatic pilot now because you've been doing it so long. You want to talk about full circle? I say this every time I talk to you. Uh, the simple fact that you're so personable and that I cert- I scraped all the pennies I had together and went into the city to the Angelica to see clerks, and now that we get to talk to you on the air, that's a full circle thing for me. And now the, quite the possibility that I might be, uh, I mean, let's just say. Hey, I'll, do, I'll do you one better. Never mind talking on the phone. You're going to be in one of those Kevin Smith movies. I was going to say. Career, but you're going to get what you want. Wouldn't that be? That would be unbelievable. Let's all right, it. well, look. Uh, it's easy to do, man. Like Louisiana, like what is it? Like uh, maybe one day drive? Oh, I'm not worried about the drive. I'll drive, fly. I mean, this is this would totally be worth it all. Um, well, what? all right, well, I'm going to let you go so you can start your day. But I got to tell you, I love talking to you. I feel like um, I feel like if we did a podcast, each one would be seven hours long because I just we just oh absolutely it would just go on and on. People would be like, "You're giving it away for free." It's fire you from your radio job. So like, you're just giving it away for free with yeah. the clerks guy. Yeah, uh, but it's still it's uh, totally worth it. I'm glad we get to check in with you every once in a while, and I am. I got to tell you, I really want to take you up on this offer. So I'll, uh, I'll have Gio I'm reach out. You, the scene that I put you in makes absolute sense, and and it's not even like oh well, that's a. That's a radio station floor. It, it's a convention scene, so right. people from all over the world are there. And if we, if you bring the booth and you guys set up, uh, I'll put a camera right on you, boys. All right, all right. <laughs> I love that, Kevin Smith. Good luck with this movie. We're looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.